Welcome to episode 34 of the Digital Brand Envy podcast, breaking down my nine different streams of revenue and also my path from indoor playground owner to online entrepreneur. Before I get started with this episode, I just want to remind you to subscribe to this podcast if you enjoy this episode and find the information helpful. I put out a new episode every single Tuesday. And again, if you find it helpful, the best way that you can help me is to leave a five-star rating and review. I appreciate it so, so, so much. And I'm going to start giving people shout outs and reading some reviews on the air just to show you guys how much I appreciate you for listening. I couldn't do what I do without all of you. All right, so back to the inspiration for this episode. I get asked a lot, especially by people who are not as immersed in the online business world, especially like my parents, people like that. How do I actually make money? How do I pay my bills? How do I make a living? Well, next week, I'm actually going to share my preferred software stack and all of my business expenses and the tools I use to make my business run. But First, today, I want to share more of the fun stuff, how the money actually comes in. So I'm sure you've heard the phrase that the average millionaire has seven different income streams. But of course, being a chronic overachiever, I have nine currently today. Now, to be completely fair and honest, some of these could probably be bundled together. So for example, I could bundle all of my courses into just online education and call that one stream of revenue. But because I have so many different products at different prices that serve completely different audiences and have different purposes in my business, I'm going to break them out separately for you. Plus, if one of them went away, like Play Cafe Academy, for example, if for whatever reason I decided to retire it or something like that, all of the other memberships and programs and courses would still be standing and generating sales. So finally, now I'm going to lift the veil and share my nine different revenue streams that I currently have and how I make a living doing the whole online business thing. All right, let's get into it. You're listening to the Digital Brand Envy Podcast, where we believe creating an impactful customer journey is the biggest opportunity to grow any business. Sales funnel strategist Michelle Caruana will let you in behind the scenes of the campaigns and launches her team is working on while highlighting what's working and what's not to attract an audience and convert them into customers and raving fans so you can achieve your own envy-worthy brand. All right, so I'm going to start with how I went from indoor playground owner, which is what most people know me for, to six-figure online entrepreneur. And full disclosure, I'm going to give you guys the overview because I released a YouTube video, or rather, I'm actually going to be releasing it tomorrow, Um, but I have a YouTube video that's about a half hour long that really breaks down every single step that I took to go from indoor playground owner to online entrepreneur and things like that. So if you want the full story and the story time, I am going to link that YouTube video as soon as it comes out to the show notes of this episode. So if you're listening to this on Tuesday, just come back tomorrow. I will post the link. Um, But if you want the full story, that will be available to you, or you could always subscribe to my YouTube channel. It's Play Cafe Academy. I put it on that channel because it's a little bit more specific to indoor playground owners, but it's still really relevant if you're wanting to supplement or replace your service-based business income with online courses and digital products and really start scaling online. So 
If you want the full story, go there. But basically the overview is, is I actually didn't really start as an indoor playground owner. I mean, I started in the corporate marketing world. I went to school for economics and finance. And after I had my first child, I just decided that, you know, it wasn't for me. I love my job, but I really just wanted to spend more time at home with my kids and with my family. So I decided to start researching businesses. First, I was an a wedding planner. I went into business with my friend Jacqueline and we started doing wedding coordinating while I was still working full time. And it was fun, but it was really difficult. I was actually still pregnant when we started doing that just because I had a feeling that I wasn't going to want to go back to work full time. So we started doing that and then I just kind of gave up for a little bit and I sucked it up and I went back to work. And after a couple months, I just, again, decided it wasn't really for me. So I started researching business models and things like that that would really allow me to be home more. And I stumbled upon the indoor playground business model. And it looked really attractive. So I did tons of research. Of course, I made a lot of mistakes. But, you know, luckily I've learned from them and I help people avoid them now through Play Cafe Academy. But I launched my business, you know, after about a year or so, I noticed that it was you know, pretty much running on its own. I had a manager that did a lot of the heavy lifting. I was really comfortable with my team. And if you guys know me personally, or if you're in any of my courses or programs, you already know that it's very difficult for me to be complacent. I am always looking for the next thing. I'm always looking for what my audience needs next, how I can better serve them. You know, what else can I create? How else can I grow my business? And how can I impact more lives? So I started doing a lot of, I started noticing basically that my secret sauce in my indoor playground business was really around my marketing. And I was, you know, through online courses and through trial and error and all that stuff, I noticed that my Facebook ad knowledge and my paid traffic knowledge and also organic traffic knowledge through like social media and content creation, all that marketing stuff was really what set my indoor playground apart from a lot of competitors. So I decided to start doing one-on-one consulting. I was hired by other local businesses and other service providers to really help them up-level their marketing game and really just start getting more traffic in the door, start getting more patients, start getting more purchases or customers, whatever the case may be. So I was doing consulting. I was doing social media reviews. I was posting content on their behalf. I was running Facebook ads. I was doing all sorts of stuff. And that's when I opened the doors to Digital Brand Envy for the first time. So At the time, Digital Brand Envy was a membership for business owners who wanted to kind of learn everything digital marketing. So I covered all sorts of topics like SEO and YouTube and like literally everything under the sun I tried to cover. And I'm going to talk about why I'm not doing that anymore and why I completely rebuilt Digital Brand Envy up from literally the ground up based on what I've learned in the last couple of years, because this was, I mean, way back in 2016 when I started doing online courses and memberships and things like that. So, you know, I started wanting to work with digital or work with business owners to help them with their digital marketing skills more than just one-on-one because I didn't have a lot of time. You know, I had at this point two very small children. And even though my cafe was pretty much being run by our manager, it still took up a lot of my time. It still took up a lot of my mental space. So I decided that I wanted to move towards the membership model so that I could work with them on a group coaching basis. Now, 
for a bunch of reasons. I didn't do this for very long, again, because I didn't really know what I was doing. I didn't know what content people needed. I didn't know what kind of businesses needed this knowledge. I didn't know how to create the content that they needed. I didn't know how to get them results. Now, that's all definitely changed in the last four years, but I really abandoned it pretty quickly back in 2016 because I just didn't have enough experience myself. So after Digital Brand Envy, I started noticing something and I started noticing that in my indoor playground business, I started getting questions all the time, all the time about, you know, how I launched my business, how I was so profitable, how, you know, I seemed to stand head and shoulders above my competition. You know, what were my secrets? So I started doing one-on-one play cafe consulting and I charged about like $150 an hour basically, but I started noticing after like 10, 12, 15 of these consults, they were all asking the same questions and they were all, you know, everything was very repetitive and it wasn't very cost effective because at $150 an hour, I was barely scratching the surface with one hour on what these people needed to know in order to be successful in the indoor playground industry. So I decided to create my course, Play Cafe Academy. And again, if you want more behind the scenes details about how that came to be and things like that, go to my YouTube channel, Play Cafe Academy, and subscribe. That video comes out tomorrow if you're listening to this on the day this gets released. But basically, I started with Play Cafe Academy. Then I ended then I um, ended up creating a back-end membership, meaning that anybody that goes through my signature program, Play Cafe Academy, they are offered a place in my group coaching membership, Playmaker Society. So it's only for people who have gone through the Play Cafe Academy program. That is a huge distinction. After I set that up, then I started offering more workshops and more you know, um, smaller type products, more lower price points. I started doing bundles. I started doing these lower priced offers and challenges and webinars and masterclasses and things like that to really not only just get more cash into my business and generate more revenue with these additional offers, but also really bridge the gap between my free content, which is like my YouTube channel, my blog, all that stuff to kind of bridge the gap from that free content into my signature program, which is pretty expensive at $497 as it stands today. Today is, I'm recording this on June 12th. So as of today, that's the price of Play Cafe Academy. It might change. I'm not sure. But yeah, that is how everything got started. So I, after that, and after Play Cafe Academy was really up and running, generating consistent revenue, I again got a little bored and I was like, okay, what's next? What's next? So I decided to go back to my roots because inside Playmaker Society, I noticed that people were really wanting all the marketing knowledge. They wanted Facebook ads, Google ads, all that stuff. But, you know, it was really kind of, even though a lot of it was in scope for an indoor playground, I noticed that they wanted more. They wanted more than what I could give them inside that particular membership because I had to cover other stuff too, right? Not just marketing. I had to cover legal stuff. We have... um know, a small business bookkeeper that did a guest expert training in there. I have to talk about cleaning and training employees. And there's a lot to cover outside of marketing. So I decided to pick Digital Brand Envy back up, the membership that I named this podcast after. And I'm so, so excited about it. So based on my experience in the last four years and working with dozens of clients and growing my own digital products from literally zero to six figures within just 18 months, I decided that I want to help other service-based business owners and 
other people that provide either one-on-one or brick-and-mortar services, I want to teach them how to scale or replace or you know supplement their service-based income with digital products and courses. And I want to help them sell those products online through digital marketing. So not only am I honing in on my specific audience, so I'm only going to work with service-based business owners or brick-and-mortar business owners, anyone who offers a service. And I'm going to help them with something a little bit more specific. So instead of you know giving them A to Z digital marketing, which was really overwhelming to people, I'm just going to focus on how to add digital products to their business and how to establish a sales funnel so that they can count on this you know, regular stream of revenue from these products so that they're not just launching them and having them fall flat so that they know how to set everything up so that it either runs in the back of their product. So maybe in the background in like an evergreen way, or if they want to live launch it, I want to teach them exactly how to do so successfully because that is what I've been living in the last four years. I have launched countless digital products and I've helped others do the same. And that is really where I shine. That's where I offer the most experience. And that's really just my strong suit. So that is what I'm going to do. I'm really honing in on exactly who I'm helping and how I'm helping them inside Digital Brand Envy. So if you're listening to this when this episode comes out, I'm actually reopening the doors in just a few days. So we're currently right in the middle of my Facebook Ads Accelerator Challenge. So when that wraps up on Friday, I'm going to be reopening the doors to Digital Brand Envy. So I'm going to link in the show notes a link to the waitlist. So if you're listening to this on Tuesday, when it comes out, you can join the waitlist and be the first to get on the list or to get on into the membership at a very, very low price. Or you can also sign up for my free Facebook ads accelerator challenge. You still have plenty of time to do that. I'm also going to link that in the show notes. We're having so much fun. We're learning a lot. We're collaborating. It has been so much fun inside of that participant only Facebook group. All right, so it kind of came full circle to me for me. So I started with Digital Brand Envy. That was my first digital product. And now I'm all the way circling back. I've learned so much over the last four years. And I'm just so incredibly excited to get it started again and to really start impacting businesses and lives because I can't even begin to tell you how much my life and business has changed since I started adding digital products. And I have helped so many different service providers do the same from cardiologists. I have helped them release courses on how to live with atrial fibrillation. I've helped a pediatrician develop and launch a sleep course. I've helped a salon owner launch online courses for hairstylists. I have really kind of done it all in this space. So that's who I'm really, really excited to work with now in this group coaching capacity because to work with me one-on-one for a full funnel build for a digital product, it averages around $8,500. So at this new price for digital brand envy that you can only see if you join the wait list, I'm really, really excited to be able to offer all of these skills and expertise Uh, for such a lower price point. So it's really more accessible to people just getting started. So when I do those full funnel builds that are $8,500 on average, I'm doing all the copywriting. I'm doing all the Facebook ads. I'm doing, you know, the pretty much everything. I'm pushing all the buttons. I'm actually doing the work and implementation. Whereas with the Digital Brand Envy membership, I'm giving all the strategies and tools and techniques so that members can kind of take that and then do the work themselves. And 
that is just an astronomical saving. So yes, you'll have to do a little bit of work. It's not going to be a done for you type of service, but in there is going to be everything you need. And it's really just meant to, again, accelerate someone's path to success with digital products. So it's going to eliminate your need to watch 25 YouTube videos per week, plus listen to 30 podcasts. It's really just going to cut through all the noise and give every single thing that somebody needs to be successful in this space without any of the fluff. All right. So I told that story and now I'm going to break down my nine different revenue streams that I have in my business today. So I alluded to some of them because I wanted to really help you visualize that path I took from brick and mortar business owner all the way to where I am today with a podcast and YouTube channel and all these courses and stuff. So I hope that helped lay a good foundation. And now I'm going to break down my nine different revenue streams. All right. So the first revenue stream is actually one that I don't have anymore, but I wanted to mention it here because it was a revenue stream for me for so long. And for a lot of people who are just getting started with digital products, it is going to be one of your revenue streams. And I guess you could still technically count it as a revenue stream because we are still doing licensed locations. We are still collecting you know, fees and payments from licensees who are opening indoor playgrounds under our name. So this still technically could be considered one of my revenue streams, but I'm kind of sunsetting it because I want to focus more on impacting lives and businesses through my digital products. So the first stream of revenue is the cafe. So when I owned an indoor playground, all of the revenue that that brick and mortar location or licensing locations offered. Now, while it was great to live on for a while, I just knew that owning an indoor playground and owning a brick and mortar space, it just wasn't my end game. I definitely wouldn't change a thing. And it was such an incredible five-year journey and my kids had so much fun, but I kind of told myself when I went into it that I would do it for as long as my kids thought it was fun. And then I would kind of have an exit strategy to go from there. And my exit strategy was really these online projects and courses and consulting and things like that. So that's why I started doing it in 2016 in only the second year of my lease because I knew that my kids were only going to like playing there for so long, right? And by the end of our lease in 2020, in March 2020, they were definitely aged out of it. So I'm glad that I had this additional revenue to fall back on, but I did want to include that as my first revenue stream. So actual brick and mortar revenue. Now, if you're a consultant or a coach or a service-based business owner, maybe you're a photographer or something like that, this is that's going to be your in-person, one-on-one, uh, brick-and-mortar, whatever that service that you're currently offering, that's going to be that revenue stream for you. All right, so number one. Now, number two is my signature course, Play Cafe Academy. So right now, I'm both live launching and I have an evergreen funnel set up. So What an evergreen funnel is, is basically somebody can download some of my free content at any given point and they will go through the sequence and eventually they'll be offered to purchase a Play Cafe Academy product. So I have thousands of people on my email list right now in all different places of this sales funnel. So I have about six months of automated emails going out once somebody signs up for my email list and it converts very well into my Play Cafe Academy offer. So I have that in the background in an evergreen launch style kind of going on, but I also will probably four, three or four times a year, I'll also do a live launch. So that means I'm doing a masterclass on a specific day and time that people sign up for. 
I'm giving them, you know, a deadline. There's a cart open and cart close date that everyone is supposed to follow. So maybe it's a discount or maybe it's a specific bonus, some incentive to keep, to get people in the door in that narrow time frame. Maybe it's like a week or something instead of through that evergreen funnel. So it only comes a couple times a year where I do that sort of live launch and give people extra incentives to sign up. But that course is about $497 today. So that is a major, major source of revenue for me. Now, as I mentioned, on the back end of that course, so every single person who goes through Play Cafe Academy is offered an exclusive spot inside my group coaching program for indoor playground owners called Playmaker Society. Now, again, there's a big distinction that it's on the back end of the membership. If it were on the front end of the membership, it would be, you know, kind of leading into Play Cafe Academy, but I really wanted to focus on quality over quantity here. So I didn't want to just get like thousands and thousands of maybe kind of people who wanted to open maybe sort of play cafes. I really wanted to help people that were serious about opening an indoor playground or people who are already open really make sure their business is as profitable as it could be, make sure they're designing the life that they want to live, they're you know, really creating those exit strategies, they're pivoting, they're adding revenue streams. I really would rather have a small but high level group of entrepreneurs in that particular membership. So that's why I created it on the back end of my course. We're all on the same page. I know that they've already gone through so much training. They're already committed. They've already invested a lot of money. This is such a high quality group. And that's exactly what I wanted. As of this day, I have 135 monthly paying members. That is $47 a month. And that is another major revenue generator in my business. And having that extra revenue really helps me serve all of my online students at a very high level. I'm constantly able to make investments in the newest technology. Like for example, I think I mentioned last week that I added a search function so that people can go through all of the years of Q&A videos I have and coaching calls and search for questions. So if they do have a question, they can actually probably get it answered immediately instead of having to wait for my next monthly Q&A. So my Playmaker Society, which is the back-end membership of my Play Cafe Academy course, is another standalone source of revenue in my business. All right, my fourth source of revenue is my business plan toolkit. So this is something that, you know, I mentioned I started offering these lower-priced products that really helped bridge the gap from my free content to my signature $497 course. You know, it really helps people get to know me, my teaching style. They get their foot in the door. They get to see how easy to use um, and fancy schmancy my online learning platform is. I use Kajabi now, by the way. Used to use Thinkific. Do not anymore. Um, but it really just helps get their foot in the door because, as I said, the first dollar to earn from somebody is always that first one. So having this low-priced product inside of my sales funnel for Play Cafe Academy has not only allowed me to generate, you know, up to, I think it's now, I want to say it's, up to $40,000 just with this one particular product since I added it. So that's how many business plans I've sold. Not only has it helped generate all of that extra revenue, but it also really increased my conversions into my $497 product because, you know, it helps people dip their toe into online learning and it helps 
myself assert me as the authority in their world for everything indoor playground. So $27 is a lot easier. It's a lot more of a no-brainer sale for those people than a $497 course is. So my big rule is to always under-promise and over-deliver. So I have you know, my 34-page template. I have my video trainings. I have Q&As. I have all sorts of stuff in there that is worth way more than $27. I mean, I would venture to say that it's worth, you know, several hundred dollars, but because I over deliver in that particular offer so much, again, it has increased my conversions from my free content into the $497 program. So not only is it selling more higher ticket courses, but it's also generating revenue on its own. And that's helped me, you know, hire a virtual assistant. It's helped me pay for all of my Facebook ads. It's helped me upgrade my platform. And it just really, again, is such a nice supplement. And this is this business plan is literally something that was just sitting on my desktop, completely idle. So basically what I did is I took the I think my business plan was like 45 pages. I took that and I knew that it was proven because it got me funding. I had used it for our second location. Basically, I stripped all of this specific information out of it and I instead filled it with instructions. So for every single section, I walk through exactly how to fill it out and things like that. So it's really this you know, complete toolkit, everything somebody needs to create a business plan. Because for a brick and mortar business, there is typically a loan involved or a lease signing. And those uh, landlords and the banks and investors are going to want to see an ironclad business plan. So that $27 product is such a nice revenue generator and it really wasn't that much work to put together. So highly recommend if you're starting to do online products or something like that and you're going to do more high ticket stuff like $500 and above, I would highly recommend having that lower priced offer to help bridge that gap. All right, my next stream of revenue is one-off workshops. So after I had this entire sales funnel up and running with Play Cafe Academy and my business plan toolkit, then I started saying, okay, what's next? How else can I serve people? How else can I make an impact? And this is actually, the price point is between probably like $47 and $97. So it's a little bit more expensive than the business plan toolkit because it's actually live. So people get access to me live. They can ask questions. I, they're generally a couple hours long. So anywhere between like 90 minutes and three hours is what I've done. So I've done a business plan workshop. So basically what that is, is everybody who's purchased that $27 product for 30 extra dollars, they can have a two and a half hour uh Q&A session with me and I just answer hundreds and hundreds of questions. So basically it's a way for people who are maybe needing additional clarity or feeling a little bit stuck, um, something like that. It really just helps them move forward and just have that one-on-one -on -one access to me. And again, in addition to generating revenue, because you know that's hundreds of people paying $30 a pop, I do this about once a quarter. I do different workshops, but the business plan one I probably do twice a year. But not only is it a great you know, revenue generator for me, it also is such a great way to build on that relationship. So these people have now invested in my $27 offer, but they haven't yet decided to move forward onto Play Cafe Academy. And there's a reason for that. And usually it's because, again, they get stuck or they have questions. And this is a great way to, again, just add one more stepping stone in the river. So it makes it a little bit easier for them to make that transition from the lower price products to my signature program and then eventually to Playmaker Society. 
So in addition to my business plan workshop, I also have a validate your, your business idea workshop. So that's a five day live workshop. I do it inside of a closed Facebook group. And basically this is helping anybody who isn't sure if an indoor playground could work in their area or really any local business. It's very versatile. It's, you know, market research, it's uh, looking at competitors, it's pricing, it's finding a niche. It basically helps anyone get unstuck again from having that imposter syndrome or worrying that someone's going to steal their idea or wondering if the market's too saturated. So that is an additional workshop that I do. And then finally, I have a brand new one that was the result of COVID. And basically, I realized that you know people aren't really wanting to open brick and mortar locations right now. I definitely think that the industry will rebound, but I really saw a huge hit in my recurring monthly revenue from Play Cafe Academy and the Business Plan and Playmaker Society. So I decided to add an additional one-off workshop that was all about opening a mobile event business. Because if you remembered, the very first entrepreneurial journey I had was through event planning and wedding coordinating. So basically it is how to launch a mobile event or party business in seven days or less. And I break down every single thing that needs to, that somebody needs to get started. So the legal stuff, the pricing, the packages, the marketing, things like that. So those are my three main paid workshops. And to me, that is a standalone revenue stream in my business. Anytime I feel like I need a boost getting people into Play Cafe Academy, or anytime I just, you know, want a quick, you know, cash injection in my business, I throw a workshop on the calendar. And, you know, because I've been emailing and nurturing my email list for years now, I generally have great success with it. I typically don't run any Facebook ads or do any sort of ad spend for these workshops. I just advertise them through email marketing. Email marketing is so, 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 so important to my business. Cannot emphasize that enough. It is so nice to just have, you know, an audience ready and waiting to, you know, give you money for your next offer. So that's typically how I advertise those. All right, now this is a new revenue stream for me. We're on revenue stream number six, if you are keeping up. And this is YouTube. So I recently got my YouTube channel monetized and the qualifications to be monetized, you know, there are some legal restrictions and things like that, but basically you need to have at least 1,000 subscribers and you need to have at least 4,000 watch hours in the last 365 days in order to apply for monetization. So I think it was in like February or March that I actually got my channel monetized. So now I'm able to make money more passively off of the YouTube videos that I'm already generating. So this is passive in that, you know, even if I never create another YouTube video, my channel is monetized. So, you know, regardless of which video somebody finds, even if it was my first YouTube video that I put out way back in 2018, I'm able to retroactively monetize all of those videos. So while I'm still building up my channel, I think I'm at like 1,200 subscribers or something like that. You know, I'm only making, you know, maybe 10 or $12 every single YouTube video I put out, but it's still literally making money for doing something that I was already doing in my business. And even if I never created another YouTube video, I'm still able to make money off the content that I already have out there. So this is probably my favorite revenue stream because again, it's money that I, for something I was doing for free anyways. 
So, you know, I was using YouTube for lead generation and to build my email list and to get more eyes on my content and things like that. But now that it's monetized, it's actually directly making me money, not just making me money through getting people on my email list who eventually buy my course. It's actually directly making me money every single time somebody watches one of my videos. All right, my seventh stream of income is sponsored content and ads. So something that I've been doing this year is I've been, and I'm kind of going to group affiliate commission into this because to me, you know, they're one in the same for me right now. You know, if I start upping my affiliate game, meaning I'm selling other people's courses and products for them in, or in turn for a commission. Um, but right now I'm not really doing a whole lot of that. So I'm going to kind of group that in here. But basically what I've been doing is I've been partnering with other businesses. So typically I look for things that I already use and I'm creating sponsored content and ads around those services. So there's two different ways I've been going about this. And I'm going to use um, Aluvi as an example. They are the point of sale software that we use for our indoor playground. Um, they kind of approached me and said, hey, we know that you switched to Aluvi. Um, would you be interested in doing, you know, a sponsored blog post or a sponsored video? And I was like, sure, you know, no problem. I love you guys. You know, it's something that I'm very passionate about anyways. So basically they, um, I, I put an offer out there. I sent them my media kit and they basically paid me one lump sum to create this original content. And it was, you know, a long form blog post. I did tutorials. I did a lot around this one piece of content. And then I created a YouTube video to supplement that. And I emailed it out to everybody. I had them create a specific landing page for me. So from that blog post and YouTube video, anybody that wanted to you know, do a demo with Aluvi, they clicked on my specific affiliate link. And not only did I get the one-time lump sum for just creating the content, but I also got additional revenue every single time someone signed up through my link. So I'm able to earn that lump sum money and also the affiliate commission. So I've also been doing this through website ads. I've been doing it through, again, the posts and videos. And something that I'm going to be looking at doing this year is also adding sponsored ads to my podcast episodes. So pretty soon there's going to be some sponsors that are going to be helping me produce the show and bring new content to you guys every single week. And that is going to kind of be lumped in to this seventh revenue stream, sponsored content and ads. So I'm really, really looking forward to that. Now that I've spent, you know, over a year now building up my audience in this podcast, I'm very excited to finally be able to monetize it because as, you know, uh, up until now, I've been really using it for lead generation and, you know, forming relationships with potential customers and clients. But now I'm going to actually be able to monitor or monetize it directly. So I'm very, very excited about that. All right, my eighth stream of revenue I already mentioned is my digital brand envy membership, which I'm just reopening the doors to this week. I'm so excited. My goal is to welcome 100 new members before the end of 2020. So I'm opening the founding members price at $27 a month, but in July, I'm going to be increasing that because it is going to be a super valuable, very actionable, very clear cut path to success in this membership. And I know that it's worth it because again, I've helped so many people really scale their service-based businesses using digital products. So it's going to be $27 for a while. So the goal is going to be at least 100 paying members at $27 a month or above. 
And right now I'm launching it with my Facebook ads challenge, but eventually once I figure out what works and things like that, I'm going to probably move it into more of an evergreen type model. Now, this is something that is a little bit different, and this is different than Playmaker Society. I'm actually going to close the doors to Digital Brand Envy in between launches. So I'm still going to be list building in an evergreen manner. I'm always going to be building my email list and providing free value and content, and I'm still going to be podcasting weekly, but I'm only going to open the doors to Digital Brand Envy a couple times a year because you know, I know scarcity sells. I know that it gives people kind of that built-in sense of urgency. And to me, I really want to focus on, you know, impacting the members and helping them find success. And with open memberships that are open all year round, I find that you constantly have to focus on selling. And that's where all of your energy kind of goes as a membership site owner. So by closing the doors, I'm able to really just focus on my members and their success. And that's the reason why I'm closing the doors to this particular membership. Now, for Playmaker Society, it's open because, you know, there's already, you know, a smaller pool and I'm never, I don't really think about ever selling it. You know, the Play Cafe Academy course and that kind of stuff, that sells a membership on its own. I don't do launches for Playmaker Society. I don't, you know, I don't do that kind of thing just because, People know the value by the time they go through the Play Cafe Academy course. So I am really looking forward to, you know, just doing two or three launches a year and closing the doors in between and really just focusing on, again, providing value and helping the members achieve success and really just loving on them as much as I can. So my goal is 100 members before the end of the year. Um, of course, you know that I will be updating you on that goal and how it progresses, but that is going to be my eighth stream of revenue, which I'm very, very excited to re-welcome back into my business. All right, now my ninth and final stream of revenue is my one-on-one -on -one clients in consulting. So I'm still doing funnel building. Again, it's a lot higher price point than my digital brand envy membership. Um, I'm still doing Facebook ad campaigns. Now, if you're looking to work with me one-on-one -on -one for Facebook ads, my general price is around $500 per ad campaign. Um, so that is my general standard price. But again, I'm helping people with Facebook ads inside Digital Brand Envy, but I'm still keeping a very small number of clients. Now, my end goal, to be completely honest, is to completely phase out of client work. But because I just lost my first revenue stream, that brick and mortar revenue stream, I'm still doing you know, client work with very select clients. Now, to give you a little picture, previously I was working with up to 12 to 15 clients at a single time because these funnel launches, these can take up to 12 weeks. So I was having up to 12 or 15 clients at a time, and now I only have th up to three clients maximum at a time whether it be a full funnel project or a Facebook ad, just because I want to make sure that I have enough time, you know, not only for my family and my kids, but also I want to make sure I have enough time to dedicate to Play Cafe Academy and making updates and changes and my Playmaker Society membership and, you know, doing all these launches and challenges and creating new stuff and, you know, making sure I'm agile and pivoting and things like that, like I did with my mobile event workshop. So I really, you know, massively scaled back on that one-on-one -on -one consulting. I have three clients right now. Um, I have a uh, online communications company that is launching their online course for the first time. They actually just wrapped up a $20,000 launch. I'm so, so proud of them. Their first ever course, absolutely crazy. Um, I'm running Facebook ads for that hairstylist that I mentioned who just launched a 
online course and also membership for hairstylists. So she just had her biggest launch ever. And then I'm also wrapping up a launch with a, an Ayurvedic health practitioner who is relaunching one of her signature courses. And again, just had a, a huge, massive launch. So I'm wrapping those up right now. And I'm really trying to scale back to eventually eliminate one-on-one work just because again, I know that with my online education products and my memberships, I'm able to impact a lot more people because of that lower price point and because it's at a group coaching level and it's an online product level. So I'm doing the effort, you know, once or on an ongoing basis in a group setting. So it's not really that one-on-one. So instead of, you know, just impacting one business at a time, I'm able to impact hundreds or even thousands. So that's really my main motivation to move more into this online education realm and realm and completely away from one-on-one consulting. But because I'm still doing it, that is still one of my nine revenue streams. All right. So I hope this episode was really helpful for you today. And I hope it gave you a really good behind the scenes glimpse into how I pay my bills, how I make money. And mom and dad, shout out if you're listening to this. I know you have no idea what I do for a living. I know you think I probably just go upstairs to my office and, you know, talk into my microphone to myself and, you know, create these videos for myself. But um, hopefully this sheds some light on how I actually make money, how I make a living and how creating all of these resources and content ends up, you know, generating sales. All right. Have a great day. I will see you guys next week and don't forget to subscribe so you never miss an episode. And I'm going to start giving uh, review shout outs to listeners to show my appreciation. So please leave a five-star rating and review. If you love the show, it helps so, so much. And I appreciate it.